thundering across the stars to save the universe from the monster minds. Jay searches for his father to unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Sawboss. Wheeled warriors explode into battle. Lightning strikes. There's a power that comes from deep inside Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. Uh, and this episode, like you've probably, I've thrown off. All right, this that theme tune is in my head. I haven't even listened to it. You guys have, but it's in my head and it's just thrown me off my stride completely. You've probably heard all of the theme tune. Um, because there's no way I'm cutting that. So yeah, if if you don't know already, it's Jason the Wheel Warriors. Um, it, like it's it's got to be like it, it's that or Ulysses for best theme tune ever, right? It's, it's got to be. be up there. I mean, we, we've talked about this for a while. We'll probably have to do this episode at some point. The theme tune battle royale, but um, yeah, it, it's certainly one of the ones. And I, I mean, we did this. We watched this for uh, Who Wins probably about a year ago. Oh um, God, more than that, I would say it was. It was whilst we were still in the same room recording, and we haven't done that for a for a long time. Yes, over a year since since I moved house, so that was a year ago. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it's it's been it's been a it's been a spell, and I've I've only watched a couple this time, um, just because I hadn't had time. Um, homeworking and homeschooling is a bitch. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I've I've not watched as much as I'd like, but I, when I put it on uh, yesterday, and I got blasted with that theme tune straight away. It was like, oh my god. Yeah, and both theme tunes, by the way. This is one of the few cartoons that have completely different intros and outros. Like, generally, um, obviously, I, I tag these shows with an intro and an outro, and generally the outro is just a variation on the intro's theme. It's, it's normally it's just normally, instrumental, isn't it? Yeah, it's normally slightly different, um, but this is, like, a totally different song. Yeah. Um, and they're both fucking excellent. The The intro is better than the outro, but only marginally. I think. Yeah, there's not much in it, I think, actually. I mean... If, when we eventually get around to doing our um, our theme songs episode, I mean, I think they both need to enter separately. I think they're both that good. They're, they're both that good. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think the only thing that comes close to to this is is Ulysses. Um, yeah. and, and I don't know. I think on any given day that you ask me, I could change my mind as to which <laughs> is better. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've got some solid favourites as well, but I think the, these uh, these are certainly up there. Um, Ulysses as well um so yeah i mean it's uh, it would be an interesting one when we actually get to do it yeah and it's not just with, with the intro with this it's not just the actual intro music it's just like with ulysses it's the whole intro it's the narration as well and even just down to as soon as anybody says jason the wheeled warriors to me instantly in my mind i just hear saw boss <laughs> like the just the way his name is pronounced it just yeah. makes it sound so fucking badass yeah i mean it's so 80s isn't it i mean the, the whole theme is brilliant no it's it, it's very much of its time and like listening to it um that's it yes uh, yesterday when i was watching a couple of episodes back it's just i mean we, we talked about this when we did ulysses and when we did um this on on who wins that it's just a proper almost a metal theme song it's it's amazing yeah i and yeah you, you hit the nail on the head this is just the most 80s show i think it is possible to have like down yeah. to the, the theme song to the to the design to the various things that it rips off yeah. i mean look just just from a from a melting point point of view that's bad syntax isn't it but never mind <laughs> um from that point of view um 
obviously this is another one of those cartoons that was made to, to sell toys and i'm sure we'll get into that um yeah. in a bit um but when you just look at the influences that in, that is in this thing already you've got like star wars meets mask meets sort of green lantern to a certain yeah. effect as well meets the knights of the round table meets it's just meets Ulysses meets Frankenstein as well. as well I mean the, the, yeah you know, it's, yeah it's insane it's there's so meets, much in it yeah meets Toxic Avenger meets like it's it's mental it's like someone's fucking fever dream the amount of shit that is smashed together into just this amazingly absurd show I, I that is the, the the best way i can describe it it, it's it is so absurd it shouldn't work I and it say, almost for all of that <laughs> i say for all of that though it just teeters on the cusp of being insane it really does well, like actually it's, it's almost, fucking genius and it, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's walking that tightrope isn't it yeah it almost doesn't work but somehow they just managed to pull it off i mean this is a show where in you know in the same scene you will have a tiny little robot suit of armor alongside a girl made from a plant flying a fish and a yeah. wizard with a fucking like his head like his his head must be shaped like the letter t because otherwise there's no way that hat stays upright oh it defies laws of gravity it really does just meant and in the middle of it all you've got jace with his fucking super 80s flock of seagull haircut with the skunk stripe in the middle yeah, no, I, I, I never used to, but in, in more recent years, I've come to identify with, with that because mine does the same thing, only mine's natural. Jeez, it really does, doesn't it? I am sort of, you've got you've got a grey streak in the same place as right, right down the fucking middle. And it used to be when I got my hair cut, I could have, I could have to cut, cut the grey bits out and it'd be passable. Now, if I do that, I go fucking bald. And there's no, <laughs> yeah, the, in the show, though, there's no explanation for it, is it? Because no, no, he's a and, kid, and it's yeah, not like it's he's a... been struck by lightning or he's had chemicals spilled on no, him. No, he's, he's just prematurely grey. It's No, it's a, it's a fashion choice, isn't it? He's bleached his hair. Like, it, it is a fashion statement. Oh, it's man. it's just an 80s, just like Herc's ponytail is a fashion oh, yeah. statement. Um, yeah, you mean Han Solo's ponytail? Uh, I mean, yeah, look, we will get into that as well as we did on Who Wins. Like when I say this Star Wars influence in this and, and look, a lot of these sci-fi shows in the 80s leaned heavily on Star Wars. Of course, of course they, they did. did. When, why wouldn't you? You know, I, I mean, at that point, I mean, this was 85. And this is later than I thought, actually, to be fair. Uh, so, I mean, this is 85. I mean, all three Star Wars films have come and gone at this point. So it's not it's not implausible to think that the majority of the sci-fi stuff and the ship design and stuff like that, even some of the character design. Is taken from there. I mean, you've got um, Jace Skywalker, you've got you know Hook Solo, Gillian Kenobi, uh, or Orko Three PO. You know, it's uh, or Three yeah. PO. Right? It's all there. You know? And then it's just like it, it would be foolish not to because it was such a. You know, we all know what Star Wars went on to do, you know, box box office wise and culture wise. So it would be foolish not to rip it off. But it's just quite blatant in places. This is so blatant, and yeah, nowhere more so than in Hook, um, who even sounds like Harrison Ford. Yes. Uh, it, like, he, that voice actor has clearly been told to do a Harrison yeah. Ford impression, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, even down to the way he calls Jace Kid, and yeah. it's like the way he sits with his feet up on the controls most of the time, it's like th- that literally is Han Solo. Um, yeah, and, and like, even like in, in, the, in the pilot episode where... Um, he wants pay, and then Gillian gives him this mountain of gold that's actually lead. Um, and as soon as it turns to that, he's like, "Well, I'm sticking with you. I'm, no, I'm not not letting you out my side now until I get paid." Again, it's very much that, you know, um, that that sort of Han Solo ethos of, "Well, I'm, no, if I don't get paid, I'm out of here." Um, and it's it's that sort of thing. So I mean, it, yeah, it's it, it. I I I I think I'd forgotten about it originally, and then pro- I think we probably discussed this when we did Who Wins, um, and I'd forgotten again. So it's uh, seeing it again. On, Oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, okay, so, yeah, we, I mean, we've already dove in feet yeah. first, really. Um, but this one, I think the only reason we haven't done this before on this show is because we did it on Who Wins. And, yeah. You know, a similar thing with He-Man. We just wanted that little bit of distance before we covered it on, on this show as well. Um, and that is the only reason, because make no bones about it, like we we say often that there are shows that we just loved as a kid. Like I absolutely adored this show. Yeah, absolutely adored it. Like um, as I've mentioned before, 
was lucky enough to have Sky TV uh, quite early on. And this was constantly on DJ Cat. And even before that, I'm sure it was on the children's channel as well. I can certainly remember watching it on the children's channel. Um, So I I I got obsessed with this. Yeah, I, mean, I can't remember where I saw this. this. This was always on when I was a kid as well. And like we didn't have um, Sky or Cable or anything like that. Um, but I remember, I remember this always being on as well. Um, I mean, when it first aired, so it was 85, 86, we probably would have been 86, 87 before it got here. Um, I don't know. I'd have been too young. My brother would have been watching it. And I'd have picked it up from there. But yeah, I don't I don't remember what network it was on. It must have been ch- ah, Channel 4. I've just found it. So it was on um, Channel 4 and Sky Channel. Yeah. So, which pre, I think predated Sky One, didn't it? Yes, it did. That's that's where I remember watching it. Certainly. Um, yeah. So it would have been Channel Four and S Four C for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this was on every fucking week. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I, I didn't remember particular story story issues and stuff like that. But I remembered the vehicles because it was a toy machine, much like Transformers and stuff like that. And I remembered all the really cool trucks. Um, I don't know why I always particularly like the one with the drill. I think, yeah, I think everybody liked the one with the drill. I was it's the same as well. so much cooler than the one with the grab on it, even though the one with the claw is by far the fucking best one. Cause it's yeah, and, yeah, and the one with the fucking, like the, the walking battle station thing. Yeah. Um, which, which is just fucking frightening. Um, yeah. Because it's got like what equates to a massive grin on it. Um, particularly the monster mind version of it is just yes. terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Um, those cars do all have names, incidentally. They um, do. I hang on, I I did look yeah. this up earlier. The one, because with, of... the one with the claw is Armor Force, isn't it? No, what's our, Armor Force is the um... oh fuck, I did wrong. That's the big one, isn't it? Armor Force. Yes. Okay, so they are. Um, hold on, no, that's Monster Minds. We want to do. <laughs> lightning league first okay so the one with the drill was drill sergeant yes um armed force, armed force is yes grappling arm. yeah yeah uh then there's quick draw which is the one with the laser gun yeah uh, which is not quick because the whole um the whole mechanism of getting it to shoot off the front loop around land on the top and then c- convert into a gun it's not that fucking fast to move is it no <laughs> it's really not then there's uh spike trike which yeah the trike yeah, and Trailblazer, which is the the one with the kind of battering ram on the front. Um, yes, and then there's and then the battle base. Battle which base. Is, yeah, which is basically again talking about the Star Wars influence. It's basically a sand crawler. Um, yeah. when, when you look at it. Um, yeah. Now there was a second wave apparently that Gillian created. I don't remember these at all, and they haven't been in no. any of the episodes I've watched. There was Flingshot, which was a vehicle equipped with a catapult. Yeah, I don't remember any of these. I've got the wiki page in front of me as well. I, uh, now, I don't remember any of these. Now, this one sounds um, a bit wrong. Bit Spray wankish. Gunner. Spray Gunner is a vehicle with a cannon that sprays various fluids. Um, okay. And then there's... Yeah, the funny enough, the toy did not reach the production stage. <laughs> I mean, these toys... See, and this is the thing. I know they were made to sell toys. They, they, yeah. This show was it. I don't know that I ever really had the toys. I think I don't know if I ever had them. I, I certainly remember seeing some of the Monster Mind ones, like the one with the buzz saw. I remember because um, the the arm that held on the saw bit was that was really thick. It was like remember the trans the Thundercats toys. The plastic was quite thick. Yeah, it was that sort of um, it was that sort of property to it. So they were quite robust. They were quite sturdy. Mainly because they were attack vehicles, and the people who made the toys knew that the kids were going to batter the fuck out of them. But I, I do remember, I don't remember who had them, and we certainly didn't, but I, I, maybe a cousin or a friend had them. But I remember um, there's a, the, the Buzzsaw um, version, and it being quite sturdy. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I ever had them. Um, but yeah, the, the Buzzsaw one, incidentally, then to talk about the, the Monster Mines, uh, they were saw troopers. Yeah. Uh, then there were gun troopers, which were the ones that had the guns in their teeth. The terror yep. troopers, which were the ones like Venus flytraps. The yes. KO, KO troopers, which are the ones that had like the big spiky conquer things on yeah, them. Yeah, like wrecking ball type shit, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the beast walkers, which were the, the ones I was talking about earlier, which were fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, but again, then you get it was the second wave and they get a bit lame. Flapjacks. Yeah, again, don't really remember these. Um, no, I just remember looking at the name and going, yeah, that's a bit of shit. Um, but yeah. again, looking at these, the, the second wave, it looks like none of them got made into toys. 
Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because that is the extent of my research. But hey, that's even more than usual, guys. Coronavirus that is true, yeah. that I've been inside today. Uh, <laughs> so I have done a little bit of reading, um, which is way more than I would normally do. Um, I believe, actually, the, the toys came first in this instance and then the show, rather than generally these things kind of drop together. Um, but I think yeah, the toys I'm were out first. Sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm almost that certain one. they were. I, I remember reading this because I did actually, believe it or not, do a lot of research on this when we were going to do it on Who Wins. Uh, that was the first time I'd really properly rewatched this. So I I took a, a pretty deep dive. Um, not so much this time because oh, I had... Hey, there you go. I'll, I'll, I'll read the um, the intro on the wiki page which kind of gives it to you. Most of the episodes are written by the French writers Jean Chalapin and Haskell Barkin. Writers are Dick... Um, introduced uh, included Lights uh, Barbara Hamley and somebody whose name I can't pronounce. Um, to uh, an attempt to hijack a dopey concept and make it something more. Um, and then uh, no backstory was given with the toys for the Lightning League and the Monster Minds doing battle, and so distinct characters were created by Deke and oh, fuck, I have to go on. Straczynski, Strakinski, uh, to are, you, are you talking about J. Michael Straczynski? That's the one, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get on to that. Yeah, I can't, I can't pronounce foreign words. Coronavirus. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm blaming that for everything at the moment. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they've kind of gone, oh yeah, there's there's toys that fight. Why do they fight? I don't know. Ah, fuck, let's make something up. And then they've kind of gone from there. So that's not, no, to take, to, to base this whole thing on, on a toy line without a story is pretty special. And we talked about um, uh, Zoids the other day on, on uh, Who Wins. And we were talking about the fact that you had a toy line that didn't really have a story and then they tried to retrofit one. And how yeah. badly that was done. If you look at this by comparison, where there wasn't one, and they've retro they've retrospectively added one, it works quite well. Um, yeah, and I think probably a lot of credit for that would go to J. Michael Straczynski. Um, I mean, just talking about the pedigree there, you know, you're also talking about somebody who wrote on just cartoons. I'm talking here, if mm. nothing else, right? Uh, he did real Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, he did She-Ra, He-Man. And um, what else has he done? I've got a feeling he may have even done some Transformers in his time. Uh, famously, of course, Babylon 5, mm. uh, the main thing that he wrote. And he's lately been involved with the Marvel films, being a pretty successful comic writer as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is somebody with a lot of pedigree. So it's not like they went to, you know, Joe Bloggs to do this. Um, however, you know, wouldn't necessarily have been massive at the time. Um, no, no. But you got to start but, somewhere, haven't you? And if this, yeah. if this is your calling card, it's a pretty fucking good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, to to have pulled this stuff out of just out of no, it as, as you say, it's almost as if somebody's just gone with this toy line and went right. Uh, we don't know, like the like plant truck things. We don't know, go mad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, it, just this story evolves of this mad scientist who creates these sentient plants that somehow transform into vehicles well oh. it was to do with the radiation wasn't there there was some i mean i i i watched the i think it was the first three episodes i watched yesterday um and so it, you get the introduction right at the start where he, he creates this plant which will cure hunger or something i can't fucking remember and then there's the the galactic equivalent of a solar flare and it turns all the plants into the monster mines. And he immediately knows to call them monster mines, even though he's never seen them before. Um, and then you see them, after he's run away, they walk through what is the cartoon equivalent because it's flashing with white and a little bit of tinge of blue to it. So it must be some form of electrical field. And at that point, they turn into vehicles. And um, that's, yes. that's science, apparently. Apart from Sawboss, who is able to transform into a vehicle and back pretty much at will... Hmm. Um, and they even say it in the in the credits, you know, the changing form of Sawboss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just this this story just springs about nowhere, and you get this just all of these mega random elements then that come into it, like the ring as well. Which yeah, I don't know, like why can't he have a magic <laughs> ring? Um, that's cool, right? It, it can do literally anything he wants as the episode needs it to. Yeah, um, it's it's one of those. I mean, it's it strikes me, and it's kind of he had a couple of ideas for a couple of different things. I went, I might not get, I might not get to do anything again. Fuck it, chuck them all in. It it really does feel like that. It is a fucking car crash. Um, really, and it's... the the overarching narrative is sort of it's there. 
in in the background it gives us something to work towards but yeah. even with that narrative of like yeah we you know we've we've got to get the what is it it's a vine isn't it it's a the piece root. of vine um it's, it's, it's the two roots so they've got to, yeah. they've got to unite the, the, uh, the yeah he's roots. got to unite the roots to destroy them and it's like that that never really goes anywhere it's sort of episodic in that every week they'll land on a new planet somewhere and unearth something and there'll be a story which will somehow involve Sobos and the monster minds going after the vine yes. and the lightning fighting them off but it, it's not like with Ulysses where there was this continual story week after week it wasn't serialized like that it, it was very episodic well it was um, I mean it was it was it was done as um it was done a 65 episode run so again just enough to get it syndicated and the idea was that it would then either continue with that or have a, a movie to to end to finish it off um but because the toy sales were shit they didn't they didn't commission the extra episodes and they didn't commission the film so um there was a plan for um for a film um wherein it would all be concluded but that never got made so the whole thing was left unresolved I would watch the fuck out of a Jason the Wheel oh, Warriors hell yeah. I mean, animated I, movie even I mean, now. Yeah, I mean the, um, the, the the on the wiki page, and I, I'm fairly sure I quoted this when we were talking on Who Wins as well. Is that um, had the movie filled, it would provide the finale for the series with Jason and his Lightning League meeting the original Lightning League and being trained on uh, the home world of the Guardians. Jason would be reunited with his father, Audric, but Audric would have been killed by Sawboss as the monster minds began their final assault on the galaxy. In the final battle, Jace would unite the root and destroy Sorbos, ending the monster mind threat forever. I would okay, watch the fuck out of that. Yeah, sorry for the spoilers for a film that didn't get made 30 years ago. But um, but yeah, I mean, I would watch the hell out of that. I mean, also, like, you know, when we live in a world where reboots are rife, like, how the fuck has nobody jumped on this as a franchise? Well, yeah, I don't get that. I mean, um, it's it's one of those that, yes, okay, it didn't, it didn't do the bank they wanted it to in terms of the toys in the 80s, but no... Nostalgia is the thing, and as you say, reboots and and remakes are a thing. Why the fuck has nobody picked this up? Because and this this is just ripe for it. Like I said, there is there are so many ideas in there. Yeah, that you you can focus on any single part of it. Like you know, focus on the sort of medieval side of it if you want. Focus on the Star Wars side of it if you want. Focus on the fucking weird sci-fi Frankenstein's monster angle to it yeah. it's like there's so many different things that you could pull out of focus you know much like they did with the new she-ra where they just zoned in on a on a single element well that's that's what the example i was going to give actually was um was the new she-ra um and so focusing on the um the the princesses and the rebellion and the, you know, the, the sides of that there were so many bits they could have gone with but they went oh yeah well, well this is this is a story we're going to tell because arguably it's the most interesting bit so we'll go with that and yeah this this is rife for it. it's absolutely wide open yeah, I'm I'm surprised there's not been further adventures in the in the Jason the Wheel Warriors universe to be honest. And and I would I would take them. Look, I fucking I love this thing. Like not to yeah. bury the lead by the time we get to the end. Um <laughs> fucking love this show and even in rewatching it now, I've rewatched like I say I, I rewatched it for for who wins and I've rewatched quite a bit again. It's helped that I've been at home. I've actually no, I'm not skiving off work. I did actually have the day off today. Um, so I, <laughs> I have been able to watch quite a bit to, of this. And at no point does it ever feel like a chore. It's like it's 22 minutes at a clip. Yeah. And it's, you know, look, the episodes are hokey. They, there's no other way of putting them. They're, they're not particularly well written week to week. They are hokey. The performances are bad. The animation's not great. Um, the gags are terrible. But like I said, you know, earlier on, there's just something somehow all of these threads just managed to hang together. Yeah, and it and, is just. Yeah, it is just. And maybe nostalgia is is a big part of that as well. Um, but then there's also, you know, I've talked about this before uh, when we were doing Ulysses and even when we were doing Willy Fogg as well. Uh, this is a French Canadian production. And, yeah. and there's something about these kind of garlic... And, and European cartoons of this time um, that that just absolutely captured my imagination every time. The, the animation was mostly done in Japan for these things, so maybe that was part of what it was. They always had that sort of slight Eastern anime feel as opposed to the more westernized Disney feel of, of something yeah. like raccoons or obviously Rescue Rangers or anything yeah. like that. Um, but I always felt like they were just, they were that much more fantastic and there was 
that much more, even though they were cheaply made there was that much more scope in what they were trying to do um that they just captured my imagination absolutely and and yeah. they it it just felt like there was there was nobody there was no studio exec anywhere going no you can't do that that's oh, if you you could imagine it you can make it and i think that part of it was part of the thing is that a lot of the the western stuff we were getting was week to week whereas yeah. These of the the um, the the Asian and these of the and the the, the European co-productions, they tended to be more right. Okay, we have a depth. We'll have a week. We'll have an episode of the week, and we'll have a story of the week, and that'll no, that'll all wrap itself up. But we have an overriding narrative, which will get it, which is what we're aiming for. So you know, when we did, uh, we talked about Willie Fogg. We talked about um, Cities of Gold as another example. Um, there was always a final destination. It was always something they were aiming for. Whereas, you know, you like some rescue rangers and ducktails and stuff like that. They were great, but they didn't go anywhere. And they, they were never intended to go anywhere. They were intended to be 25 minutes of filler. Yeah. And these never were. And I think that's probably one one of the reasons these are so endearing is that, yes, okay, some of the production choices, some of the production values are a bit iffy. Um, and I think we've talked about some of the performances are a bit naff and some of them, they, no, they, the animation I mean, is fucking been... awful, not just a bit naff. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be nice. Is, yeah, is fucking, fucking terrible. Dreadful. Um, but I was trying to be nice about it. But no, yeah, no, the performances are awful. Um, in places they're passable, but generally they're awful. Um, but you can almost forgive it because you, there's a story that you want to follow. Yeah. And if, if you definitely. if you were doing a, an episode of the week, and all of that was you no, know, the 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 animation looked crappy, the performances were crappy, um, it looked cheap, the color palette was off. Everything about it was wrong, and at the end of twenty-five minutes, you're going, "Oh well, that was shit." It doesn't work. Whereas, okay, that might no, I might I might have thought the dialogue was shit, I might have thought the acting was shit, but I want to know what happens next week. I want to know how he's getting, how they're getting back to reconnect that route. I want to know what happens next, and that's part of the joy of these, I think. And I think that's why, certainly for me, I, I tend to give a lot of these shows a pass. Yeah, I, I think I'm always more inclined to give it a pass if they're reaching for that overriding narrative um even like if they say, shoot for it and fail yeah yeah at least absolutely. they tried at least they tried and you know it's a similar thing with ulysses we said there how bad some of those performances were but the story yeah. carried it through um and it's a similar thing here like when i say you know the, the writing's not great week to week it's not that the stories are bad that's no, not one thing the shit. dialogue and the exposition is awful um because what you actually have here is a much broader story that could play to a much older audience and yes. you could still have the stuff for the kids but you've got a story that could play to a much older audience especially if you serialized it but instead because they want to sell those toys and because yes. at, at, you know at this time cartoons were for children yeah. uh, and that's how they were perceived like they really do dumb it down for the kids and they have to explain everything yeah. and you could be the best actor in the world and we say this a lot on Game of Moans, you can be the best actor in the world, but if you've got awful dialogue, there's just so little you can do with it. And some of this dialogue was atrocious. Yeah. Um, but the stories themselves were really imaginative. That's, that's um, right. And I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, when you were saying that, it reminded me, I was, I was thinking when I was watching it, that this very much lends itself to being almost a sort of a YA series. If you were to, if you were to do this as books, this has a very definite YA feel to it um, because you, know, you you have a young character who's living in his father's shadow. He's trying to find his place. He's, he has he has a, a purpose and a mission he doesn't quite understand. There's this whole world going around him, this whole galaxy around him in this case, which he has very little control over. And it, it's it, it'd be tropey as all hell, but it, there are so many elements of it. You can again, it's it's amazing. Nobody's picked up a lot of these themes. And gone right, go with that, run with that. Let's see what what mileage we can get out of this. And yes, okay. It's a bit juvenile with fucking you know, plants that turn into cars and shit like that. But there are themes in there we can work with. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, I think the problem is that if, if it was made in the 90s, I think you would have had it as a as a young adult show and you would have you would have had those themes pull out more. But it mm. wasn't. It was made in the mid 80s. And all yeah. they were concerned about was selling cheap pieces of plastic. Yes. Um, For all the good that did to everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Real shame, really. Uh, but it, in terms of, you know, it's it's pedigree. It just I, I want to touch on that mm. briefly as well. We're talking about how it's dumbed down to kids, but like the people involved in making this, you know, obviously we've got um, Jean Cholopin and we've got um, 
Bruno Bianchi as well. You know, people who were involved with way back in episode one of, of this show. Yeah, we were we were calling these guys out for their work with Inspector Gadget. You know, these are guys who know what they're doing. Yeah, um, and I think that's the kind of thing that carries this through. It's the fact that even though it's being dumbed down. Everybody does know what they're doing. J. Michael Straczynski is a good writer. You know, mm-hmm. these guys do know how to produce and direct an animated series. Um, it's just that it's so fucking bonkers that they ha- they feel the need to have to explain it to children every step of the way and handhold them. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, and it does reach for some real crazy shit. Like, there are episodes where it really dives into that medieval stuff and you get history and knights and yeah. legends, just like you do with Ulysses. And like you have to explain that to children because they're just there to watch the cool fucking cars with the wrecking ball. Well, yeah, that's on. right. And don't get me wrong, I was there to watch the cool fucking cars with the wrecking ball on and yeah. to listen to the theme song. So, you know, and they do feel the need to over-explain that science occasionally as well. And it's like, like mm. it doesn't matter how it does what it does. It just... Does That's it? it. I okay. mean, I think the thing is as well that because you're, because it's 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 an entirely um, well, it's it's a it's a sci-fi universe and none of no, none of it is based in actual science and fact anyway. So you can say whatever the fuck you like. So then, but then to try and root some of it in what we know and how we know and how, how we explain things, it's it's always going to be a difficult sell because we don't have plants to turn into into cars and we don't have you know magic rings and shit like that so how can you explain knights and stuff like that but at the same time expect us to buy into all the, the fiction side so it, it's it's always gonna be a difficult sell trying to marry those two together and i think for me because those episodes were so heavy with the exposition i think that they were always the ones that kind of you know, they were they were the ones that never really worked for me and when we just i, I watched a lot more for um who wins than i did for this um, but yeah, they were the ones that kind of dragged me out a little bit, and I wasn't that concerned at that point about finishing an episode. Whereas when you get the um, when you get the ones that are no, mainly to do with fighting, I was more engaged. Yeah, I mean, even those ones though, even when there is a lot of exposition and they're trying to explain things, like there's still plenty of fucking driving around in the cars oh, yeah. and chasing each other and shooting shit, and it's like, look, that's that's what I'm here for, and look, I'm I'm just gonna throw my cards straight on the table like this is way better than mask if you ask me oh, <laughs> like if yeah. you want to watch yeah, vehicles fighting mask. each other like <clears throat> give me i this. never i never took to mask at all yeah me either i don't know why i think was it was it mask we actually did with this on who yeah. wins i think it, it was wasn't it yeah. yeah uh so we probably covered that in that episode yes um but yeah i was never a fan of mask either there was something just having a car that could turn into a plane or a boat or whatever like transformers was doing that well yeah um, that was it and i think that i mean obviously this isn't the mask show but this whole thing of like different masks having different powers and doing different things like well no if that's your mask that's what you fucking do uh, but again like visionaries and and um oh, centurions were doing things and like centurions. that yeah you know both so... of which i fucking loved Ah, you, we're, we're going to do Centurions one day, I guarantee. You. I, I uh, still, I still have two of my visionaries as well. I, I had, the, I have the three main ones, and I've still got two of them. We're, we're going to do both of those shows one day. <laughs> I, I promise you. Um, but yeah, you know, again, like elements of all of these different shows, and and I think in a lot of cases this did them better. It's just there was mm. so much, like you, you only ever got the the cars for sort of two three minutes of an episode because then we have to move on and do something yeah, there's with so the much else or, going on yeah yeah exactly um maybe if they could have just zoned in a little bit um i don't know maybe it would have been more consistent i guess maybe but then it may not have been the show that we came to love no if it wasn't this fucking nuts like i think if you remove any of those one you know individual elements it just loses something if you it's remove like- so it's like they're all load-bearing walls. You can't take one out. No, it, if you like, take if the you... sci-fi element, it goes. If you take the 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 schlocky comedy, it goes. If you if you take the the bogus science, it goes. Um, yeah, if you yeah, take it's... the magic, it goes. If you yeah. take it, all of it, it's, it's all got to be in there to make this fucking weird. It's weird, isn't it? Just this weird, <laughs> weird mess of a show. That I mean, it's it's just cool, isn't it? This. Yeah. That's the thing with it. It's just fucking cool. And I defy anyone 
to look at those fucking cars and not and just not think they're cool. Like when you see a car with a giant buzzsaw on it, like <laughs> how do you not want to watch that? Well, that's it. And like, I, I, I remember so the one with the drill was my favorite. I always remember um, trying to make it out of Lego because as as a kid of that age, you know, it was one of those where Lego cars were easy. You've got your wheels because they had a block on them so you could put them underneath a flat piece and they'd always be enough to stick out even if they didn't really fit. And then I had a couple of buildings which had like, skylights in them so they had slanted pieces. So I made up the, off the front, just made up this sort of 45 degree angle of a of front of it and then flat back and then stuck a, what would have been effectively a big fucking Christmas tree or something off the top of it. And it, at the age of, of six, it, it, it looked good enough. I could play with it as the uh, as, as drill sergeant. So you're the fucking reason. See, it's kids like you. You're the reason the toys never sold and we didn't get that fucking movie because you're too busy. Me. I, Make I was, it your I own fucking, fucking How dare you have an imagination, Mark? How <laughs> dare you? You robbed me of the Jason the Wheeled Warriors movie because you were too busy fucking playing with Lego. Well, to be fair, I kind of fucked myself on that one as well. But no, in, in my defense, we were poor. We couldn't afford the toys anyway. I mean, I guess one of the cool things about it, and it and it doesn't it doesn't help the sales of the toys, obviously. Um, but it is that for as cool as they were, they were also kind of very easy to replicate yeah. so you could do that with lego likewise i mean the monster mines were essentially plants so you build your lego car and you go and get a conquer or something yeah. and you can chuck it on the front and there you go you've got a monster mind yeah and that's right conquer and away you go um so yeah i guess and if i remember rightly as well i again this goes back to research for who wins but i don't even think whilst they were toys of the cars I don't think they were toys of the characters. No, no, I don't think they were. I don't think you could buy like a Jace or a Herc. No, but um, I think that, I think it was the case of the toy line was the toy line, and the, and the, the show was based on it. But you never, they didn't really meet. It's not as if they went right. Okay, well now that we're set, now that we've got this toy line, let's make it so it's a it's a complete set. They just went, oh well, the cars are the things that people care about. Anyway, so fuck the rest of it. We don't need the ships. We don't need the, the people. We just want the cars. I mean, maybe there's a certain amount of licensing involved there. Maybe they were slightly worried that, you know, running out a, a Herc Storm Sailor doll would um, would get them on the business end of a lawsuit. Mm. <laughs> because... Yeah, because yeah, the, the, the rest, rest of the depiction of the character wouldn't. Uh, well, yeah, you know. But it, it's, it's the fact that, I mean, look, we all know that Star Wars money came from toys. It didn't come from anywhere else. Well, yeah, so, that's it. You want to rip it off on TV? Big George probably ain't all that bothered, is he? He yeah, didn't have a TV himself at this point. But yeah. you want to start cutting in on the fat toy money? Like, I, I think he's going to come gunning. He's going to drop all them chins on you very quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I can't see who did the toy line, actually. I'm trying to find... Um, got a feeling it was Mattel. Um I could be wrong. Yes, but... it was. Sorry, yeah. Mattel's Wheeled Warriors toy line. Is that what it was called? Just the Wheeled Warriors toy yes. line? Yeah. It's rubbish, uh, isn't it? Provided, provided Wikipedia is right, which no, there's no guarantee. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, it's, it's even got it there. It was um, it talks about there were half a dozen Japanese studios involved with animating it. Um, as, uh, if the show was created to support Mattel's Wheeled Warriors toy line. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 one of those. It's it's quite sad in a way because you think that they'd have done. If you think of the the the, the as I said the toy money things like Star Wars, did the toy money that He Man and Transformers and Ghostbusters and all that and Thundercats and all that shit did as well. It wasn't just the vehicles. Okay, Transformers was, but the He Man it wasn't the vehicles. It was it was the figures. Ghostbusters it was the figures and the ghosts and the house and all the rest. Of it. You put an actual toy line together for the show as opposed to just saying, well, we're doing a show about these toys so that these toys will sell. You expand that toy line to incorporate the show rather than just be the basis of it. You double your audience straight away because all of a sudden the kids who are watching this show, they want to play with a Jace and with a Gillian and another flying fish and all the rest of it. They they want to be able to you know, have to do these stories, not just a case of, oh, well, I've got a car that can drill into the floor because I can't because my mother will kill me. And I've got a buzzsaw that doesn't cut anything because I like my fingers. Now, it, it it's like they missed an opportunity, really, which is surprising because Mattel were fucking on point at this point. At this yeah, point. it it is a bit odd because like even like you you drew the the key comparison there. But like when you look at He Man and you look at how imaginative the Masters of the Universe line was, and again that was the the toys feeding the show, and then the show feeding back into the toys, and it became this whole big robberous yeah. thing. Um, but when you look how imaginative 
these the monster mines especially are. Yeah. Yes. Like there's so much scope there, you know, especially to have expanded it even past, you know, if you want to get to another wave, you go away from wheels and you have monster mine planes and monster yeah, mine boats. Yeah. And... I mean, boats wouldn't be much cop because I mean they would go from planet to planet, but certainly you could do. Uh... Well, I mean, but like, there'd be space boats though. Well, yeah, I was saying that. Yeah, Herkship was. Herkship uh, was boat. boat. Yeah. Well, I thought I never got that actually, right? Because they did it in Star Wars a bit as well. And it, it tended to be a thing throughout the eighties as well. Okay, space boats. Why make flying things look like boats? Um, I don't know. I guess this. I guess with Star Wars, I, and I think you can blame Star Wars, right? I think. Um, I think it's because there's an element of kind of piracy, especially to that, you know, and high seas adventure to that first Star Wars film. You know, you get things like the Cantina and Hans a Smuggler. Yeah, true. Then you've got the Empire, you know, who were essentially the law, the Navy. Yeah. Yeah, um, true. So it's, it is a battle on the high seas in space, and that's just carried through, hasn't it? Yeah, um, that's true, I suppose, yeah. I, I think that's where it comes from. But then to actually make them look like boats um is is something else entirely i guess for that you blame i don't know what do you blame for that peter pan maybe i don't know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure i don't know where it's come from it's just and it's something that's carried even now yeah uh, just know you, you still you still get stuff where um i can't remember what i was watching it well, i said i was watching it was on the other day when the kids had it on and it was some, something fairly recent because you can tell from the style of it but yeah it was a, a pirate ship that flew and was them chasing people down and it's like hang on, it's a fucking pirate ship, so put it in water or give it wings and make it a fucking aeroplane. Yeah, I mean... It's just always bugged me, I don't know the, why it the, is. I think what bugs you about it, probably subconsciously as well, because this nothing bugs me about it, if I'm honest, I have no issue with, with boats in space, mm. um, but I think what probably bugs you about it is they still have sails. Yes. That is That's it. what bugs you about it. <laughs> yes. Because that just defies all it's a logic thing isn't it it's yeah. the logic thing which always gets me yeah, yeah that'll be it those, those sails will billow as well mind you they will yeah. they pushed forward um and it makes no fucking sense whatsoever no and I, it, in thundercats you can almost excuse it because the um like hammerhand i can't remember what they were fucking called um his crew um but they, theirs was an actual pirate ship that went in the sea and it flew and it went on land because it had a bit of a wheel and stuff. That 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 you can kind of explain. You can kind of expect because at least it's still on a planet where there is air. There are air currents. There is wind and stuff. But when you're in space, it's a fucking no vacuum. Scream. Well, um, yeah, that too. But um, yeah, it's a vacuum. There is no there's no air movement. So how in the fuck are those cells moving? Yeah, that's what bugs you about it. I guarantee it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it. it Look, it's fuck it. If that is the main problem you have with the logic in this show, you do oh, it's, well. it's, it's it's not the main because, one. Because uh, yeah, uh, I mean it's it's not just this show either. It's something that bugs me constantly. Yeah, because there's there's all sorts of more fucking random shit than that in this show. Yeah. Um, the one that gets me, the one that really gets me, is the ring. Like yeah, I don't. Is it ever explained where the no. ring comes from? Because if it, it is, I've missed it. Well, it's the, it's from the original Lightning League, isn't it? Yeah, but... I, I think it would have been. I think from what I've read about the film that would have come, um, if where they'd have gone to the, you know, they'd have met up with the original Lightning League and they you know they'd been trained in the ways of the Force and all that bollocks. I think it would have been explained in there. Oh, okay. But yeah, it just kind of seemed that that could have been its own thing. No, that could have been an entirely separate show, Green Lantern. Um, but well, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a Green <laughs> Lantern ring. It's yeah. Like... It's just, it, it it feels like they kind of shoehorned it in for no reason, and it okay they they've got it there because they um, they wanted to get a jail free card basically, um, but it's just I don't know it just doesn't seem to fit, and it's like hang on you've got all this stuff going on, and most of it will I say most of it knits together relatively well most of the time, it's a big old fucking mess but it's there, and then you've got this ring, and I don't get it. I think my my big problem with it is it is it kind of takes away from the fact that you know the main focus of the show is these these wheeled warriors you know yeah. the, the combat needs to be in the cars but every week Jace would actually save the day by using the, the ring. ring yeah not by doing some cool maneuver in his car yeah I know that, it's, it just doesn't fit does it no it it took away from the main crux of the show which was the fucking cars and reduced them to just a bit of a runabout every week yeah so that that was my problem with the ring but it was that it did 
it literally did something different every week. It oh, was yeah, like... there was no consistency to it. It wasn't as if, like, right, okay, well, I know it does this, so I can get it to do this. So it, as I say, it's, it's entirely green and If I can think of it, it'll do it. Yeah, totally. The only limit is my imagination. But I don't think that's ever even explicitly said, is it? No, it's not. It's just every week he needs it to do something different, so it does something different. Yeah, it's a bit bollocks. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of bollocks, let's be fair. Yeah, that, that's my big problem. There. I'll take the flying fish. That doesn't... Well, the flying fish. I mean, we are in we are in a universe of genetic engineering. No, you've got the Frankenstein plant, and you've got um, flora. So I'll take the flying fish. Yeah, and I mean, Oon is whatever the fuck Oon is as well. I got Oon is a poor man's orco. Well, he is. Yeah. Well, he's also got a little bit of C three PO two in him. Yes, he has. Yeah. Um, He's a bit too brave to be three PO though. Yeah, he's definitely got a bit of orco to him. Um, But I. I always got the impression he was more magic than he was science because he's this eternal squire is what they call yeah. him, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, that was kind of awkward as well, wasn't it? He was, he was, he was some form of wizard or some form of magician, wasn't he? Um, and it's, it's kind of like they've taken parts of that character, but not all of it, just enough to make it recognizable, but not enough to be sued over it. And again, it's just one of those, it's not fully, it doesn't seem like it's a fully formed idea. Oh, it's certainly not. Um, I, I believe someone somewhere knows what an Eternal Squire is and how one was created. And maybe later on in the show, it's explained and we've just missed it. Maybe. Um, I think an Eternal Squire is like somebody's really shit at their job, they never get promoted. I mean, that that sounds exactly what an Eternal Squire would be, doesn't it? But I, I think... He, I think he's actually like just an animated suit of armor, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. That's what he appears to be, anyway. Yes, I mean, so um, right, right at the beginning of the very first episode, they put him back together. They screw his arms back on and plonk his head back on his shoulders. Yeah, and then when like whenever he actually opens his his helmet, like it's just black in there, isn't it? There's nothing yes. inside unless unless his body is entirely black, like a slug. Um, Maybe. And, and they just didn't animate. I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm glad you said slug. I didn't know where that was going. What else was I going to say? I don't know. That's why I didn't what know else where is it was entirely going. black. Crow, maybe. maybe. Um, Mickey Mouse. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's Mickey Mouse in a suit of armor. There you go. Maybe. Although but... Mickey's face is white, isn't it? So... Yeah, and he is. I'm going to go either. No. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's like a giant space slug in a maybe. suit of armor but i got i always got the impression that the suit of armor was just empty yeah um, maybe it's just dark matter the suit's holding it all in that would make more sense yeah although um, it's slightly cataclysmic every time you open the fucking visor wouldn't it it's sucking half the universe i mean if they could do that he could kill Sawboss pretty easily couldn't he so that, that would, be... would yeah that would negate the show a lot wouldn't it yeah and um, i mean he does have a magic lance that it's ne- again never explained why it's a magic lance. Never really does anything with his magic lance. Um, well, maybe he just can't get laid. Maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, let's be fair. Look, if you're hanging around with Jace, you're never getting laid, are you? Because Jace has got the hair. Well, I was so. gonna say he's, he's got the old uh, silver streak. So no. yeah, he, he's got. He's so got always worked for me. Yeah, I mean, Hook's got the personality, but Jace got the hair. He's a pretty boy, isn't he? That's it. Jace Skywalker. Um, <laughs> yeah so like this there's the science and there's the magic element of it as well so why all of a sudden this ring just gets thrown in out of fucking nowhere no it, it doesn't of... they don't need it is the thing it's no it's, it's almost like it's lazy writing it's almost like they've gone oh well fuck it. we can't be bothered to resolve it so we'll just use the ring I, it literally is that it is like i said episodically it's not that great. So it literally is like they get to the end and they're like, okay, we've had a big action sequence. How do we resolve it? Um, oh, I know. Ring of Light, Magic Might. Yeah. Uh, that's it. But it, I mean, it's, it's almost as if they kind of, they, you get to a point, and I've, I've seen a couple, when we did who we did it on Who Wins, I watched a couple of later ones. And it was almost as if you got to a point where they were writing to get to that point. Well, it's it a like, catchphrase, isn't it? You know, but we, but it, like they, they were just like, we don't even need to think of an ending because we just, oh, how, how would we get, how, what peril can we possibly put him in this week that the ring will resolve? And it's just like they're not even fucking trying anymore. It's not, I think it was, just, it was just a Family Guy skit where um, Stephen King was pitching a book, and he was like, uh, "Oh yeah, my latest idea. It's uh, my looks around his desk. And he's like, oh, it's a lamp monster!" Rah rah rah. And the no, the, the agent, are you, are you even trying anymore? Oh fuck it, we'll take it. And it's kind of like that. She's like, "Oh yeah, well yeah, it's fine. That'll do. Just get on with it. Just get to the end of the episode because we got another one to write." And yeah, it's, just, yeah, it's just, just fucking late. Yeah. It's like they, they write two-thirds of an episode and then kind of, well, they know what's going to happen in, in the final third. I mean, in its defence, 
And, you know, I wouldn't say it would excuse it, but certainly in its defense, see also He-Man and She-Ra and yeah. Thundercats, yeah. which is literally just like, okay, get to the point where they use the sword. Yeah, true. They have to use the sword. Um, you know, so... Don't fucking ruin Thundercats for me. This, this isn't a new <laughs> trope, is it? No, absolutely this is, not. This is Jace's sort of omens, yeah. you know? Just not as cool. No, nowhere near as fucking cool. Um, I mean, very few things are as cool as the sort of omens. No, I was going to say, I was um, gutted when I broke. Yeah, so I mean, he's got the cars. He doesn't get to have the sort of omens as well. But that essentially is what it is. It's let's get yeah, to the point where he uses the ring, saves the day. The rest of the crew are fucking entirely useless. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gillian exists purely as an exposition machine. He's he's fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, he kind of is, isn't he? Yeah. But he, yeah, he's Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, not the useful Ewan McGregor version that can actually do shit. No, he's he's kind of Obi-Wan Kenobi slash Gandalf, really. Yeah. Um, although, like, in the credits, he always, I always thought he seemed really cool because he, he drives the car, he takes out a lot of monster minds, and then he does the little, kind of licks his finger and gives the one-up sign with, in, in magic. And he seems really cool and cocky. Yeah, but... But he never does that in the fucking show. No. He, he... <laughs> so they put all their effort into in, all their character work for him into the credits. Yeah, he just spouts exposition. Um, whereas, you know, Herc, on the other hand, is that cool and cocky, but that's because he's just Han Solo. Yeah, that's right. And I, I, I'm not entirely sure what... It's Flora, isn't it, the girl? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what Flora and the giant space fish have to do with anything. Make it appeal to girls. Sell toys to girls. You're probably right, actually. Yeah, shit. That's yeah. really bad, isn't it? Yeah. Because girl, yeah, girls can't like the monster minds. I don't suppose. So. No, but no. So it'll sell to us girls because no, she's made out. Of, she's made out of flowers. She's made out of plants. And she drives a, a magic fish. Hang on, a magic she pink drive fish. A magic fish. She, flies she rides a magic, magic fish. fish. Yeah, uh, magic pink fish, no less. Yeah, she doesn't drive a fish. And then no, the what are those little fucking robot dogs called? The zoggles or zoggies or something? Oh, there's a few of them, isn't there? Yeah, like three of them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like she, you know, she looks after them because you no know, girls look after cute, cuddly pets. Apparently, you know. yeah. So yeah, Laura's I mean, she problematic. Does, she does get to drive one of the one of the cars, though, doesn't she? She, she like, does. I can't remember which one. Uh, well, they all kind of swap, don't they? They don't like Jace normally drives the one with the, with the claw on it, and Herc yeah. normally drives the one with the drill. But it's not necessarily always the way. Like they will just swap out as they need to. Yeah, it's not Thunderbirds, is it? No, absolutely not. Oh, fuck, there's another thing it's got influence from now, look. Like... <laughs> oh, we're picking them up now, aren't we? It, it really is, isn't it? Like somebody just wrote a load of ideas down on little bits of paper and scrumpled them up and chucked them into a sack. It's, it's kind of people going, right, when I, I used to watch this. I like this. Oh, this is cool. That's, why, why don't we do some of that? Oh, we could probably get away with a bit of that. And if we don't, if we just take that bit but not this bit and fuse that with another show I really fucking like, just to confuse everybody... Nobody will notice and we'll get away with it. It's it's I like... Tell the two fucking, fuckers to a podcast in 30 years. It's like the TV writer's room equivalent of locking a band in a studio with a bag of coke, isn't it? Well, be it's, here now. It, yeah, essentially, it's the TV equivalent of be here now. Yeah, just like more. We want more. Whatever it yeah. is, let's just have more of it. <laughs> you know, I'm it's, not it's, ragging on be here now. I love that album. It's just excess, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's completely. sheer excess. And I mean, it was the 80s, so you could get away with that. Yeah. Um, again, two theme tunes, like excess. Yeah. Why have one theme tune when you can have two? Yeah. And, and one's not just a rehash of the other. They're completely fucking disparate. Completely different. Completely different. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I mean, I don't know what more we could say about it other than it's absolutely fucking nuts. It's... The, the it should be terrible. It should be awful. And it almost is. The performances are awful. The the writing in in places is ludicrous. Um, it's it's kind of got that that certain kind of B movie essence that yeah, it's that so, so bad. It's, it's it so apart. bad. It's good sort of uh, ethos. yeah. Just just the type of stuff that we talk about on Better Than Mario that that actually we end up really loving, yes. where it's gone past bad and it just ends up all the way back round as good like it just hangs together and it's never self-referential it takes itself really fucking seriously it's totally oh, yeah. earnest and it, it somehow it just i i think just on sheer charm and just ludicrous just over the top 
coke-addled nonsense. Oh, it's the sheer fucking audacity of it for me. It just manages to win through, doesn't it? Yeah. For me, it's the sheer audacity of the fact that they have all these elements which are shit and they know they're shit. But they've kind of gone, well, you know what? We'll just throw a bit more shit and throw a bit more shit. And at some point, you're going to go, you know what? Fucking love this. And that's kind of what it works. It, It shouldn't work and it knows it shouldn't work. But there's just so much in there. It's so dense that you kind of go, oh, yeah. I don't know why I like it, but I do. And there's so many things that we've talked about over the last hour or so that there's so many things that shouldn't work and we have called bullshit on so many times on other shows. That and yes, we've kind of gone. Pass. Yeah, and we, we do that occasionally. This is, this is one of those occasions where we go, you know what? I know it's shit. I know I shouldn't like it because this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. But fuck me, it was good. Yeah, and maybe that's just nostalgia. I don't know. I, I don't know, though, because, I mean, we've this is the second time we've rewatched now. We've not rewatched all of it, and I, I certainly plan to spend spend 20 hours at some point in the next couple of weeks. I'm, I'm stuck at home for the next 12 fucking weeks, so, you know, I've got, I've got to do something. Um, I don't know, be to work. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm probably going to try and get to the end of this because I want to see how fucking close they get to that ending before that didn't get made. I'm pretty sure... I can remember it ramping up in terms of the overall arc towards the end. I'm almost certain. To. I'm almost certain I remember there being more of a structure to it. And this is like remembering way back to when I was a kid. You know, the the monster, the monster man shooting those vines out and stuff became more of a thing. If you remember, they could like yeah. shoot these vines, which let them travel across space and stuff. Yeah. And I remember yeah, they drove across them, didn't they? Yeah. Big and fucking I, motorways. Yes, I definitely remember there being more of that kind of stuff and them constantly pursuing the Lightning League. Yeah. And a bit more I'm peril, a sh- bit more threat. Yes, and, yeah. I'm sure it ramped up towards the end. Um, I've never made it through that far on a rewatch. And yeah, I would really like to as well. Um, I don't know that I'll get chance over the next 12 weeks. Um, it's, it's, it's the time thing, isn't it? I mean, as I'm, I'm stuck on for 12 weeks. The kids are probably going to be here for 12 fucking weeks as well. So I'm not going to get to get through it probably. But I mean that that's that. It's the sort of thing I say. Well, if ever I'm going to have a chance to do it, this would be it. Because you know, I'm I'm at my desk anyway. I've got I've got my, my laptop set up, but I've got my my computer in the room as well, so I could put stuff on on on, on my screen while I've got the the laptop in front of it as well, so I can pick around it that way. If I if I get the chance to do it, and the kids don't fucking annoy me and bug me every two minutes like they have today. I mean, maybe the kids will sit down and watch it with you. As I say, it certainly pitches to kids, so you could try them. It does. I mean, number one probably wouldn't bother because there's not enough going to hold her interest. Number two, you could you could put the fucking test card on for ten hours and you sit there and watch it. I mean, look, there's a there's a flower girl riding a fish for number one. So yeah, but you know, I think that'll only sustain her for so long. That's yeah. the other one, test card. Seriously, fucking. I mean, this is way more interesting than a test card. To give it that, it, it is. No, but uh, yeah, he, he's funny. He will watch anything. Yeah, so uh, maybe try that. You've got an excuse. I don't have an excuse. And <laughs> and we have uh, another show that we have to move on to to watch for our next episode of this. Uh, yeah. Not not to mention also fucking whole film that we need to watch for Mario. So I don't know that I'll make it all the way through. What I will say is this. Um, they are very freely available. Yes. Um, all of them. They're very easy to find. And it's pretty good way to kill 22 minutes if i'm honest so well that's it you know if i've got five while i'm sat down having dinner or whatever i might just stick one of these on um but it'll be that i don't think i'm ever going to sit down and binge watch it no i mean i'd like to get to the end because i just I never i don't think i ever did um but it well there is no end they didn't finish it well i mean there, there's a, there's an end in as much as there, there are 65 episodes and i've not watched all 65 of them um but yeah there's there's no conclusion to it but there is there's a, a definite end whereby they stop making them um, and I'd like to get that far. Whether I will or not, I don't know. I'd like to um, at some point, but I'm fairly sure I said that last time we watched it for uh, for Who Wins as well. I'm pretty sure we both did, and neither <laughs> of us managed to get to the end of it. Yeah, see, see, folks, we're not men of our words. We uh, said we no. were going to, and we didn't get around to it. No, I would love to, but we watch a lot of hours of TV for this Oh, podcast. yeah, we, we, put, we put in some mileage. I mean, between this show, the three other shows, and our fucking lives, there's a lot of stuff to get through. Yeah, Um and the only one that I'm still... Oh, no, there are two that I said I wanted to see more of and I'm still watching for the show. I'm still making my way through Pokemon for the second time and I'm still making my way through Kim Possible for the first time. I have stuck with them, but it's taken a very long time. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. stuck with Kim Possible yet. However, Disney Plus drops tomorrow. It does. And you're at home for 12 weeks. What else yeah, are you going to do? Exactly. 
and I'm sat, I'm sat, I'm sat in front of a computer for literally the next fucking twelve weeks. So yeah, I mean, small, Disney small window Plus, in the corner. Disney Plus, dude, drops in three hours. hours. Three hours, yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna uh, fucking bed. Yeah, I'm not going to be staying up to download it. I will look at it tomorrow. However, I start back at work tomorrow, so that fucks me over. Um, yeah, well, so I, 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 don't, I don't have to get up at five to commute to work now, so it's. Uh, yeah, maybe ideal. I can stick some of these on in the background. We are digressing, as always. Um, <laughs> so unlike us. Yeah, but yeah, maybe actually I can stick some of these on in the background whilst I'm working from home because they require absolutely zero fucking concentration because well, the stories right. are that paper thin. That's the um, thing. That's, that's how you get away with it. Yeah, um, it's it's purely just watching the cars beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, um, I'm watching Sawboss transform occasionally, which he doesn't do all that fucking often, does he? No, he doesn't. It's actually, they say the transforming form of Sawboss or whatever the words are. It's not those because that's also bad syntax. I'm having a bad night. Um, to be fair, I wouldn't put it past them. No, but considering they say that and it's in the opening. Yeah, you think it's every week, wouldn't you? Yeah, but it's not, is it? No, it's really not. But you know, again, these are my these are trivialities in 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 the bigger picture. I guess so. Um, but yeah, it just annoys me because I've watched about three or four, I think, um, and I've not seen him transform, which is annoying. No, that's true. Other than but in the there old... you go. He, he, um, does, he transforms in the credits. You've seen it there. That's fine. Yeah, and I saw it last time as well. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, we as, say, as usual, we've been all over the shop. Well, actually, we haven't. I think we've been fairly focused uh, on this one tonight, other than that slight, slight. detour into, yeah. into Disney Plus territory. Um, I think it's fairly evident from everything that I've said that I love this show. Yeah, um, a big, big part of that is nostalgia. Um, and I think in going back and rewatching it, it hasn't surprised me at all in the way that some of the shows we've rewatched have. Um, but it also hasn't disappointed me. It is pretty hmm. much the show I remember. Um, now, as a rapidly approaching middle aged male, um, that's maybe not the show for me anymore. Um, but certainly as a as a child, it was fucking awesome. And so to look at it through those eyes, to look at it with a slight twinge of nostalgia, if you will, I would say it's still awesome. I would say it could still work today. Um, I would love to see it rebooted. And I would love to see it rebooted tongue-in-cheek in that full-on 80s style. If you're going to do it, you need to fucking go for it. Well, I mean, uh, things, I mean, look at the number of fucking reboots we've had of Thundercats in recent years. And they've got progressively worse. They've all been shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but no, there's there's no reason why somebody can pick. I mean, there's obviously a reason why it hasn't been done. Um, I don't know what that reason would be, but it lends itself very much to right. There's a very no. There's a very obvious narrative. There's a very obvious attraction here because kids still love cars. Oh, yeah. Flying kids things. will always love cars. No, it's it's one of those. You think there's still going to be a market for this, and if you just make the writing a bit more sophisticated and a bit more focused. There's a fucking good show in here to be remade now in you know, probably 2020. Um, no, so it's there's not a case of oh well no it it, it it hasn't aged well and it wouldn't it wouldn't translate. Shira fucking translated and Shira He Man and Shira are two of the most fucking 80s things I've ever seen, but yeah. Shira translated very very well and yeah. and yeah I mean this I would love to see this remade and but done done properly. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I or if think... somebody wants to throw a shitload of money at us, we'll write it. Oh, hell yeah. Please let me play in this universe. Um, uh, yeah, it, it can be rebooted. If for no other reason, then I want to hear somebody cover that fucking theme song as well. Yes. Um, incidentally, we I don't, can't believe we didn't touch on it. Um, we spoke about the credit behind the production and the direction of the show. Well, we didn't mention that theme tune is Haim Saban. Yes. Um, also, of course, did Power Rangers. So even the theme tune's got, you know, got some oh, bonus yeah, fides there. Class to it, yeah. Yeah, you know... They, the people that worked on this thing, you know, went on to do a lot more and actually had already done some stuff before they hit it. So there's a lot of talent involved in this. Yes. Um, it really should be better than it is, given all of that. Um, it, yeah, it should. But I mean, it does, like you say, I'm not going to rag on it. I can't. I, I, I just can't hate this show. <laughs> I, I love it. I, yeah. I absolutely love everything about it and what isn't to love. You got your magic, you got your Star Wars, you got your Knights of the Round Table, you got your monsters, and we all know I love monsters. You got cars, you got what basically as a child, whatever you liked it? is in here yeah. somewhere. 
like you know in today's society where we're hearing more and more about children with ADD like this is it <laughs> here it is writ large <laughs> yeah the, 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 this is the uh, the reason for riddling yeah like here it is writ large oh you want to see the cars yeah here's the cars now we're on tonight now we hear some pirates in a fucking pirate ship and it flies and like it's yeah all here's your laser thing. swords and here's your fucking yeah oh it's amazing it's all there for 30 seconds at a time and hey do you know what even if you only like 30 of those seconds like That's it's enough. still yeah it's still awesome so yeah i love it yeah i, love I mean it. give it a go and as always you know if i fucking missed something if like if there's law here like we're talking about the ring and whether it's you know whether it got explained or not, let us know. I'd love to know if I've missed something and if it's worth watching specific episodes, let me know that as well. Because I have no doubt, like, I love this, but I have no doubt there are people out there who really fucking love this. Yeah. Because um, it's just, it's one of those shows that you can see really attracting a properly hardcore cult following. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember probably about 10, 15 years ago now in this country, it was on um, one of the freeview channels. And I remember friends of my brothers, my brother's a couple of years older than me, um, and I remember f- friends of his who would have been in their mid-twenties at the time, practically fucking coming over the fact this thing was on TV, like twice a day. It yeah. was that big a deal. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, I'm 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 not going to go into it. I mean, we've, we've talked already about you know, what the show is and, and what we think of it. I mean, yeah, I'm the same as you. I would love to know what people's thoughts are. I mean, we've had, we did have some feedback from uh, Rich Anderson on Twitter um, expressing a very similar sentiment. He's disappointed he never got to the end. Um, and he'd love to rewatch it. So, I mean, Rich, if you're listening, we thoroughly recommend it. Um, but yeah, if if you have something, have memories of the show, something you want to say, if you want to share anything with us, please, um, by all means, uh, reach out to us on Twitter at SMPDPod. Uh, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, and uh, get in touch with us through there. There's also our other shows that we've mentioned as well. Um, particularly check out our Who Wins episode where um, Jason the Wheel Warriors took on Mask. Um, I'm not going to tell you the result because I can't remember, but I'm fairly sure from this episode you know what I, it is I can anyway. remember. I, I can very specifically remember. Only one side has a magic ring. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. Um, but yeah, so check that out as well. Um, you can find us on Facebook if you want to get in touch as well um, with the D- Double Down Podcast Network. Uh, but until next time, keep on rolling. Down on-